missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Uh, what do you know about uh, Vice Presidents, Shaw? Vice Presidents? Yeah. Um, well, I, not much, I guess. They attend funerals. Vice Presidential debates between Mike Pence, Kamala Harris, Wednesday night. But what do you know about the other Vice Presidents? Probably not much. Vice Presidents of your Factor Bullcrap Shaw, Vice President Edition. Okay. Dick Cheney was the Vice President. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Uh, that is Bullcrap. He was the Vice President under George Damn W. Bush. Man, you really, I thought that was a layup. That was the easy one. That's the layup, man, and you missed it. You blew it. We wasted the good one on you. <laughs> Dick Cheney. Uh, Factor bullcrap. Shelton Lee was uh, the vice president. Shelton Lee. Factor bullcrap. I'm going to go bullcrap on that one. Hoo-ah! Shelton Lee. Uh, Shelton Jackson Lee is uh, director Spike Lee's real name. His oh. mom gave him the nickname Spike early on because he was a tough baby, Shaw. So Shelton Lee is definitely not the vice president. Never has been. Might never be. Uh, Factor bullcrap. Former vice president's edition. Hannibal Hamlin is that factor bullcrap? Was he a vice president, Shaw? You know, I like that name. Let's say fact. Hoo-ah! He was Hannibal Abraham Hamlin. Lincoln's first vice president before Andrew Johnson. Mm. Hannibal Hamlin got that one right, Shaw. Didn't get Dick Cheney though. No, I didn't. No. Oops. Factor bullcrap. Former vice president edition here on the morning sickness on ninety-five-seven The Rock. George Clinton <laughs> was George. the vice president. Is that fact or bullcrap? Uh, I thought he was a musician. Yes. I'll say bullcrap. Yeah. Uh, really? What? There's another one? There is a musician named George Clinton yeah. of the P-Funk, mm-hmm. but there was a vice president from 1805 to 1812 under Thomas Jefferson huh. and James Madison wow. named George Clinton, Shaw. George Clinton and the P-Funk also. <laughs> yep. Last one, Shaw. Let's try and finish strong here. Fact or bullcrap, vice president edition here on the morning sickness on 95.7 on The Rock. Nelson Rockefeller was the vice president at one point. Factor bullcrap. Oh, boy. He was in politics. Uh, I don't think he was vice president. I'll say bullcrap. Uh, <laughs> he was vice president. Under Gerald Ford, right. 74 to 77, Shaw, he mm. was the vice president. So you definitely. Not so good. On not vice so president. good on vice president. Yeah. Dick Cheney. You want to try that one again? <laughs> yeah, he was the vice president. Okay. Didn't he shoot somebody? Yeah, was that that's him? all I could mm-hmm. think about. Was the I was thinking Dan Quayle, and I don't know, but <laughs> you got two out of five. That's not good. No, but who but cares about vice president? Right? <laughs> right? Nobody cares about vice presidents, right? But it can it can lose you the election, right? I mean, they look at like Palin, right? right? I think a lot of people assume that she was the reason. Mm-hmm. You know, that a lot of people think she was a bad pick for vice president. Might have cost him the the presidency. <laughs> The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston.
The Monday morning throwback, taking a look back at some of the stuff that's happened over the umpteen years we've been doing this damn thing. And <laughs> this was five years ago, almost to the day. What's today? The fifth. So the second was Friday. Yep. Yes. Five years ago on Friday. What do you think was happening right around October 2nd, 2015, Shaw? Uh, let's see. We just got through October, October 5th, I suppose. Huh? Uh, we hadn't gotten through it yet because nope. it was still going it's on, still going Shaw. Down. In fact. Was it squirrels? Oh, no. Okay. Much better. So I got a message from Christy Nix on Thursday night. Down at Craft Beer Night, I get a message. And she says Johnny Damon's in town. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Famed Boston Red Sox player. Yeah. Played for the Yankees, the A's, the Indians. Played for a bunch of teams. Yeah, but, right? but, but But most well-known, obviously, to me as a, as a Red Sox sure. player. Uh, and I thought it was one of those things. Remember a couple of years ago, there was a rumor that Brett Favre yes, was here for Oktoberfest. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever. You're just messing <laughs> with me. And right. that, that would be random enough that I would believe it. But then it wouldn't be true. And yeah. anyway. Anyway, so Friday morning, bright and early, 6.30. I kid you not, dude. 6.30, we're standing there. We're, you know, been there for a couple hours, getting things ready. We're doing the broadcast at the state room. And this guy walks in. Stocking cap on, black black zip-up fleece. Clearly. Like, and, he, and he stood out, uh, you know, right away. I was like, that guy doesn't look right. Then I did double take, and another second later, I realized who it was. And so I screamed at the top of my lungs in front of the entire... You said, I love you? Is that what you said? No, I said, Johnny effing Damon. Ah. I might have said it a few more times, Shaw. (laughs) Many people have told me that they've never seen me happier. And I got to agree. I don't know if I've ever had a happier moment in my life (laughs) than the moment that Johnny F. and Damon walked into the stateroom on that Friday morning to kick off Rocktoberfest when we were broadcasting live. But you guys hung out. It wasn't just the we And then we became best friends. (laughs) That was, and that was great and all, but just... I couldn't, I, I, I don't usually fangirl. You know me, Shaw. I mean, uh-huh. I've met a bunch of people. I'm, you know, this job has allowed me to meet rock stars and famous people and stuff. And that's all fine and dandy. And usually it's a bad interaction and you get to just take a photo and say hi and try not to sound stupid. But I actually got to become buddies with, with Johnny F and Damon, who obviously was heroic uh, in the Red Sox quest to finally win a world series uh-huh. after 86 years of futility. I mean, uh, you know. If you're a Cubs fan, who who would that be? John Lester, maybe, right? For you, if you're a Cubs fan, yeah, or Chris Bryant, sure. You know, someone along those. Okay, there. Yeah, who again played for the Red Sox as well? But uh, yeah, the Cavemen year 2004, and I met Johnny Damon, and then we became friends. And now he calls you on your birthday, right? And oh, sings to you. Yeah, sends me messages mm-hmm. and sings me songs. And, but there you go. The Monday morning throwback. If you want to hear more of that. From that day in 2015, uh, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. The Monday Morning Throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Johnny. Johnny F. and Damon. There he is right there. Bags was here in the studio running the board. And and he can hear us because we're, you know, we're coming down the line, even though we're not live on the air. And I'm just going crazy. Going nuts. Mm -hmm. And I... uh, I, I almost couldn't do my job. I, I almost, I just couldn't. Froze up. I could not focus, man. I didn't want to do anything, <laughs> uh, but I watch him in the be back. Be near of him, room. breathe him in. I wanted to touch him. I wanted to just I physically hang out be around. Him. Oh my goodness! And then we hung out, and we went down to the fest grounds, and we hung out. He got up the, on stage. I got him up call? on stage hey. with the swing crew, Dennis. I poor Dennis of the swing crew. I had no idea what I, why is this drunk guy up on my stage, and who the hell is Johnny Epidemic? He had no clue what I was talking about. Oh, I'm sure. Then we saw him on Saturday during the Maple Leaf Parade. We cruised by. He was down in front of the PayCal building. And, uh, yeah, it was it was a hell of a good time, Shaw. 
You remember it finally. Oh, I do. Made a T-shirt of it. Sent it to him. <laughs> I got an autographed photo on uh, the, the nightstand of uh, one of the spare bedrooms in our house. Do you really? Yeah, autographed by Johnny F. and Damon. Next to, you, next to the bed? Yeah, in my okay. little my little Red Sox man cave okay. bedroom thing down there. Sure. You shut your mouth. You no, don't know no. anything. It's all good. I'm allowed to be emotional about stuff. All right? It's 2020. Men can have emotions. <laughs> Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. <laughs> Had a marriage victory over the weekend, Shaw. You did? Yeah. A personal victory? A marriage victory. Okay. Ooh, you? You? So we went out because uh, we're in the market for a new vehicle. And uh, we went a couple of different places and uh, the credit gets run, right? Yep. And uh, find out that, and I've always just sort of had bad credit. Uh, we've been together for over 10 years now. And when we bought our first house, you know, my wife had better credit, much better credit than I do. Uh, and then uh, when we, you know, vehicle loans, things like that. Well, this time around, I ended up having the better credit, Ooh. which oh, is congrats. the first wow. time in a decade that my wife I was and just I, gonna say. Right, which is very strange. So I had a huge win at the auto dealership and I let everybody at the <laughs> auto dealership know that Captain Credit was here and I was offering to purchase vehicles for other people at the at the car <laughs> for dealership. Other people. Okay. Because I felt so victorious. She's so smug with her better credit. You know what I mean? Sits there and just knows it's... Well, you might as well just run mine. Mine will be lower. Well, and like, you know, the guy's sitting there in the the chair and he's, you know, he's like, well, you know, we could run his. And I'm like, nah, my my credit sucks. He's like, well, it wouldn't hurt. And I'm like, all right, whatever, run it. And he comes back, well, actually, you know, it's like according to TransUnion, you got better credit. I'm like, oh, snap in your face. Ha! In your face. I won, Shaw. It was It was delicious. And how did she take that? Well, she had to open the door for me when I left because I'm in charge now, you know? That's how things work. I get it. You know what I'm saying, Sean? Mm -hmm. Captain Credit. It was glorious. Your crown is a little tilted. You might want to adjust that there. Well, I'm just, you know, you get the credit score back and they're like, oh, you didn't pay this bill in the 80s. You didn't pay this thing before you were born. It's like, what do you mean I didn't pay this thing? (laughs) That's Columbia House. They don't even exist anymore. Who the hell am I supposed to pay? You know what I mean, Shaw? Like, oh, you, you it didn't, haunts you. It lives with you, you didn't for a long time. Seven hundred dollars on your uh, on your PS and H bill from when you lived in Manchester. What do you mean I got to pay this thing? You know, and it affects all your stupid credit. And it's like, oh man, it took I don't you a decade, got it all figured out though. Now. Well, I don't even know if I got it figured out. I just know that after a decade of being my wife, I've got better credit than her. <laughs> Therefore, I win. I'm winning. Congrats! I am ahead of the game. I told her that if she really wants this car, she's going to have to do some stuff around the house. Since you're the one that's going to buy it? Yeah, like putting that laundry away. You know, that laundry wow. basket sat there for two days. And then it got taken care of when I got home because Captain Credit said so. You snapped your fingers and that's it right. happened. Said, Captain Credit wants that laundry put away. And boom, it got put away. <laughs> that's how it works when you're Captain mm, Credit. Yeah, so. right. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what happened. I'm positive. It was great. Uh-huh. It was glorious, man. It's one of those things, Shaw. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You just get that small one, victories. one leg up, that small little victory. It was wonderful. It was it was nice, too, because it was in public and it was around other people. So they saw my win. <laughs> All those poor men. Mine is better? Yeah. Wait, no, what? No, no, no. no. I, I, I totally didn't expect it. I'm oh, like, I'm sure he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I was walking out of there doing the boost thing. Boost! <laughs> just ask me. I can run that for you, baby. Put that on mine. Put that on the underhills, Bill. <laughs> You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. You know what I did yesterday? I spent a half hour chasing my stupid idiot dog around the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, boy. Got out. While we had the guys over to, to, to aerate and oversee the lawn, 
It was it's the last treatment of the of the summer, and the guy must not have closed the gate mm. properly. Well, we got four dogs in the house over the weekend because we were taking care of Puck's dogs, and so it's hard to walk them when it's just one of you know when I'm by myself. Sure. When the wife's home, we'll take them for a walk because it's a little bit easier to manage four dogs when you have two people. But in the afternoon, when I get home from work, I just let them out in the backyard. Unbeknownst to me, the gate's open, or uh, it's not open, but it's uh, it's not closed properly. While uh, Maggie, our, our boxer, like apparently tested the gate <laughs> and got out. I'm in the midst of like doing some stuff in the garage, and I walk out into the driveway, and I see Puck's dog Ziggy on on the grass right next to me. And I'm like, "What the hell are you doing out here?" I'm like, "Oh crap!" And then I looked, and my idiot dog's across the street in the neighbor's yard. And I'm like, "Oh Christ, here we go!" And she doesn't have her collar on, right? Because we don't we take the collar off when we put them in the kennels. And I'm like, "Well, they're just going in the backyard. I don't need to put the collar on." So I have no way to grab this dog, right? Not only that, but she wants to play the chase me game. Of course. So I'm I go inside. I grab Ziggy quick. I throw him in the house. I go in the house, I open up the sliding glass door to the backyard, and I yell for the other dogs to come in. I only see our other dog, Fenway, come in the house. Homer, uh, Puck's other dog, is he's deaf. He's just out there roaming around. He ain't going anywhere. So I'm like, okay, my mission now is to go and get my other stupid idiot dog uh, who doesn't want to get caught, right? She doesn't mind that I'm chasing her. She likes that, but she just jumps Mm -hmm. around and goes yard to yard. Thank God. Thank God there was no other dogs getting walked in the neighborhood because that could have been a scene. I mean, that could have been a mess right there for me. But twice I went around the block chasing her. The second time I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not going to chase you. I got treats. And if you want to come with me, fine. I had called the wife. I'm like, get home now. She comes home. You know what worked? It wasn't treats. It wasn't offers for free lunch. It wasn't any of that stuff. <laughs> it was, do you want to go for a ride in the truck? Really? She saw the, she saw the truck oh, pull up. Oh, you opened up the door and she and jumped right in? I opened up the door. I got my wife's keys. And I'm like, hey, you want to go for a ride? And she just jumped Boom. right in the back seat. And I'm uh, like, well, oh, now you know. Now you dude. know. Yeah. Kryptonite. So frustrating. So fr- she went, uh, so she went around our block twice. She ended up on Ward Ave over by the Shelby Town Hall, started heading towards the train building down Oops. there by Shelby Ballfields, got all the way up to, what is that, 31st Street, yep. I believe, and was going down towards where uh, the Quick Trip and Schmitty's is. And I'm like, oh, man, what am I going to do? My stupid dog is, like, out here. No call. I got no, nothing. No, you're out of breath chasing I, this well, thing. Well, and I'm not running because I'm fat and, and I'm smart because if I run, she's going to run faster, and that's just going to be a mess for everybody. So I'm just kind of walking, hoping that like something's going to happen where she's going to turn around and come back. Well, and there was nobody out walking. There was like one old dude. And I'm like, hey, man, if she comes by you, can you just grab her? You know, and he's like, nope. And I'm, I'm like, thanks. Thanks, old guy. Appreciate it. Uh, but we got her back. Thank- thankfully, my wife, of course, at- wants to ask me. I call her. I'm like, get home now. The dogs are out. And she's like, what What happened? I'm like, just got home. Wants to ask me a million questions about what happened. I'm like, I don't have time. I'm chasing a freaking dog around the neighborhood. Uh Sorry, hashtag first world problems. But mm-hmm. <laughs> And, of course, this was all like when we're trying to get ready to go out and get the car and sign all the paperwork and all this other stuff. I'm like, oh, well, like, apparently we're not getting our vehicle today because nope. I got to chase this stupid I idiot dog around the neighborhood. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. Trump uh, recently at Walter Reed. Mm-hmm. Medical center, well-known, respected hospital. Sure, absolutely. They care not, for a lot of our wounded military members. Not the case, though, uh, for some of the facilities found on this list of the horribly named hospitals. <laughs> some of these this is going to be good. Didn't I make the so. cut shot. You don't want to go there. <laughs> horribly named hospitals, places you probably would turn around and drive in the other direction if you were headed to these places. Okay. The International House of Painkillers. <laughs> Does that come with syrup? Maybe. I don't know. 
little syrup chugging contest. Uh, taint elsewhere. <laughs> uh, Horribly no. named hospitals here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Mm-hmm. Elton John's Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a thing now, right? right? I mean, we're sponsoring football stadiums, right? We got to call uh, Miller Park. Isn't Miller Park anymore? It's Amphan. Am- it's going to be American Am- Family Am- Park. Yeah. Get it, uh, we get yeah, John Hopkins sponsors. sponsored by Elton John. Right. Elton John's Hopkins. Horribly named hospitals here on the morning sickness of 95.7 The Rock, the Stitch Yourself Budget Medical Center. Stitch <laughs> Maybe they could call it Suit Yourself. Ooh, oh, nice. Oh. You oh, hey, Doctor. 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 Our Lady of Infinite Misery. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I hope not. That doesn't sound like a place you want to stay for a night. Horribly named hospitals here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. A couple more. Uh, Our Lady of Did Your Father Have a Living Will? <laughs> what are you trying to say? You didn't need to know that. Good to know right now. Transplants are us. Oh. Sounds cheap, though. That might be a thing. <laughs> less expensive. Is this where they go to get the butt implant, Shaw, in the alleyway down no, there? That's, that's in the garage in the alley. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cement mixers. We've heard of some of those in the past. And uh, last but not least, some of the top horribly named hospitals uh, that are out there in the world that you might not want to spend a night at. The Heavy on the Mayo Clinic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like a lot of mayo on my sandwiches. Ah, yeah. Might want to go there. Might want to go there because I've had hospital food. It ain't good. Right. A little bit of mayo. Oh, mayo might couldn't hurt. Spice things up a little bit for you there, Shaw. Oh, Jello, Great. And broth. <laughs> and an insure. Oh, great. Thanks. Just what I wanted. This is... This is the best you got. All this money I'm going to have to spend on this hospital bill, and this is what you're giving me? Yep. Some yellow broth and some insure. Awesome. Bon appetit. What crevice of the basement did you dig these out of? Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Speaking of the pandemic, Shaw, when it started uh, back in when we had the shutdowns in March, which is kind of, you know, around when things started to, to go really bad. Uh, did you make any goals for yourself? No. Did you say, <laughs> you know, even a couple of weeks in, you say, all right, I'm going to learn a new skill or I'm going to try to lose some weight or I'm going to meditate or do yoga? No, we made a point of, of sitting outside in the backyard more often. Yeah. Just Jean? trying to get fresh air. No. Jean? No. I, I made a... My, get, get, get through it. Well, That's get, my goal. And the, I mean, I had some... Younger people at my house right. that had you know, a lot of get through well, this with them. Well, just they had a lot of <laughs> questions, that fear, you and anxiety, with, right? and like their whole world. I mean, not that our everybody's wasn't, but like I had to help them, you know, process all of that and what it's going to look like. A so. new survey found the majority of people did set goals for yeah. themselves during the quarantine, Good and uh, I'm not sure how they how they did on their goals. But uh, number one uh, goal was eating healthier following a diet. Yeah. I think being able to plan your meals out because of your schedule change is is certainly something we did a little bit. Uh, trying to eat more fruits and vegetables uh-huh. and, and less junk all the time. Uh, number two, working out and exercising more. Um, I guess when you have free time, you know, and you're like, well, let's go for a bike ride. Let's yeah, we've walked walk. more probably. Uh, try to have a more positive attitude. Yeah, good luck with that one. Uh, that's really tough. Some days it's tough. Well, and it started with the pandemic, and you're like, okay, there's uncertainty, and there's and there's fear there, and then all of a sudden we've got riots, and we've got then the yeah. you know the election campaign stuff right. starts, and it's like, boy, we're we gonna get a break here, murder hornets, and what's ranchos and uh, no Doritos, yeah, right, uh, it all adds up, man. Uh, learn something new every day was another goal, one of the most common goals people set during the pandemic. 
Uh, talk to a friend or loved one once a day. Does my wife count? Yes. We do Zoom calls with the kids once a week, right. which, you know, we keep probably in closer contact with them in that regard. Read more was another goal that people set for themselves during the quarantine. Practice meditation or mindfulness. Meditation was one that I said to myself, you know, I'd like to take a half hour every day and just kind of shut everything off, sit down, breathing the whole nine yards, maybe do some YouTube videos, figure it out. How's but that working for you? I didn't do a single minute of it <laughs> at all. Shaw, because I'm lazy and stupid and I'm just a waste of life here. Uh, learn a new hobby. Number eight on the list of goals that people set for themselves. Uh, during the pandemic, but uh, you can read more about this list of goals that people set for themselves on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. Sticking up the button. Halloween, of course, is right around the corner, Shaw. Sure enough. And a recent survey asked people to Determine the most iconic Halloween movies. Now, this doesn't mean they're the best or the scariest or the bloodiest or the goriest. Most iconic. Like, you think Halloween movie, and then what's number one? Halloween. I'm going Halloween, too. Boom, right there, number one. Mm -hmm. Go figure. You can't have an iconic list of Halloween. It's in the name. It's in the name. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween, number one, the original, obviously, from 1978. 46% of people responding uh, to this survey said that Halloween was number one. Want to take a stab at number two? Um, uh, the Exorcist. No. No. Many people would consider that to be the scariest one of mm-hmm. all time. Nightmare. But uh, Freddy gets yeah, the second spot. I was gonna... It's a good one. It was mm-hmm. revolutionary at the time because horror movies, for the most yep. part, were slashers. They were guys yeah. that were alive. This guy, though, yep. wasn't Coming alive. In your Came dreams. In your dreams. Nightmare, yep. Gave you the, the heebie-jeebies and didn't want to fall asleep. And then it's like, how do you beat a guy in your dreams? Well, you got to grab him and pull him out of your dream. And then you kick his ass yeah. in your house. With a sledgehammer tied to the ceiling. <laughs> the, the the steps that turned into marshmallow. That, always I, got that me. one got me, when too. When she was running up the steps. We all it, have that dream, right? Oh, yeah, where you're drowning or you're falling. You can't get away. Slow yeah. motion. Yeah. Then he pulls that mom through the window and the door at the end. It's like, oh, they could they made that look better? Uh, but, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, number two on the list. This movie was number three. These are just iconic Halloween movies. Not scariest, not best. Uh, Psycho? Just, uh, no, actually. It's on oh. the list, but. Okay. Favorite scary. Scream. Yeah, kind of new, I think, for iconic. Mm-hmm. You know, when I go, you go to a concert and it's a band that's been around and they want to play you new tunes, it's like, no, don't. Just play the hits, buddy. That's what I'm here for. So I paid $75. I want to see the hits. That's what I always say when it comes to Halloween movies. So I'll play the hits. You know, the Freddies, the Michaels, yep. Yep. the Jasons. Uh, Scream at number three. Not a bad movie, but just uh, that's number three. How about Blair Witch? We'll get to that. All right. All right. No Sorry. big surprise. The Exorcist number yeah, four there you on the go, list. Shaw. Certainly one of the scariest movies of all time. I mean, this was made in 1973, and it still ranks. Yes. Here we are, you know, almost 50 years later uh, as one of the scariest was, yep. movies of all time. Just frightening what they were able to do with that movie in 1973. Uh, this one I don't really consider a horror movie, but some people do. I guess you watch it around Halloween. It's showtime. Oh, sure. Got to say his name three times. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, <laughs> Beetlejuice. Uh, Jason finally shows up at number six. Friday the 13th. It wasn't even him, though, in the first one. It was his mom. His mom. And then he started killing people in the second one, and he hasn't stopped since the early 80s. He's just killing everybody. Some of my favorite movie moments are Jason killing people when he freezes that chick's face in outer space and then (laughs) smashes her on the table. Come on. One of the best ones of all time. (laughs) He went to outer space? Yeah, Jason X. He went to outer space. It was awesome. People hate it. It wasn't that awesome. People hate it, but I loved it. I love Jason X. 
Ah, uh, this one, boy, uh, 1976. I can see your dirty pillow. Mm, yeah. Carrie. Everyone will. Breasts, mama. They're breasts. They're called breasts. You got them, mama, and I got them. Yeah, Carrie, number uh, six on the, hmm. uh, or seven on the list of the most iconic uh, Halloween movies of all time. We'll skip around a little bit here. Number nine. <laughs> Chucky, Child's Play. Yeah, really? I was going to guess, yeah. but Rosemary's Baby? Uh, no. That's not on there. Uh, huh. Your Psycho is number 13, there number, number 10. Right. Here's Johnny. Ah. Shining. Yeah, when you think of uh, most I- iconic, I think that should be higher. I got to be honest. Number 10. That was on the other night. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, number 12. This one, uh, all the way back in 1968. They're coming to get you, Barbara. 5% of the vote at number 15 for Night of the Living Dead. Again, these are iconic Halloween movies, according to a recent survey. Gene, you were talking about The Blair Witch. I just want to apologize to Mike's mom and Josh's mom. Changed the horror game. Yeah, it did. I mean, we had seen it all, slashers and, and, and torture porn and all sorts of different stuff, but this one was... Well, when that came out, so different. the audiences were freaking out because it was that first person take on it. Well, and it was and the it was beginning so of the internet. So we didn't yes. have all that access to all the Black information. Black and white, you know. But Blair Witch Project, uh, number 17 on the list of the most iconic Halloween movies. The movie Saw, number 19, Shaw. You don't know me, but I know you. You want to play a game. Spawned a franchise. Yeah, spawned a ton of uh, sequels. Number 20 on the list right after Saw. son of a bitch, you moved the cemetery. Ah, yeah, you died. The son of a bitch, you left the body. Ah! Stones! You only moved the headstones! Poltergeist at number 20. Uh, Get Out, recent, Mm -hmm. 2017. That's number 22. That's a good one. Uh, This one always freaked me out, and I don't know why, but Candyman. 1992, Candyman. Dude with a hook and bees and walking around in the ghetto and killing people. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, man, it's good. You'd like it. Uh, 1992, the original Candyman. That's the number uh, 24 on the list. By the way, this list, uh, this poll, this Mm -hmm. survey, said that 67% of people feel that uh, 2020 feels like a horror movie. (laughs) No Children of the Corn, though? That's not on there, no. No. There was uh, some surprising newer movies on here, too. It? Uh, it's they didn't specify which one though. Yeah. If it was the uh, miniseries, which by the way, a lot of people forget that it wasn't a movie; it was a miniseries uh, or the remake. Mm-hmm. The movie The Witch, which is is creepy, uh, came out in 2015. You uh, liked it, but it's I not like, like iconic. Uh, I wouldn't consider it uh, list worthy, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, Sixth Sense on there at number 25. Uh, it follows, which I thought was a stupid movie about having sex. The Ring. Uh, which I guess is, you know, seven days after she watches the videotape and all that. But there you go. If you want to see more of the list, go to the uh, Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. It's on there. You can also get that on the app. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Over 100 bags of human feces Ooh. have been deposited on roads in parts of Oregon. Now they're asking for help sniffing out the culprits. Okay. Bags filled with human feces and sometimes no. kitty litter have been mm-hmm. found in a number of Oregon communities. Typically, they're Walmart or dollar store plastic bags dumped in the wee morning hours around the crack of dawn. Uh, they're looking for people to provide them tips to try and 
uh, cracked that case. A little something extra came out. I pooped my pants. Speaking of, police in Van Buren, Michigan, searching for a man who defecated into an empty box at a Meyer store. <laughs> the man opened the box, defecated Ugh. in it, put it back on the shelf, and then left <gasps> the store. He pooped in the box? Yep. He was doing the cola guard? And he just he didn't send it in. He just, he just figured left it, it on the shelf. It right back there. They'll figure it out. Yeah, everybody's really sick from that restaurant. <laughs> oh, I just watched this. <gasps> but it wasn't the restaurant. Oh, no, no, no. Lillian, oh, no. where are you going? I need a bathroom. Help! It's happening. Oh, no. It's no, happening. It's happening. What are you doing? Look at you in that dress. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It happened. It happened. <laughs> it happened. God. Don't you dare ruin that dress! I just watched that last so weekend. I. Oh, my so God. Funny. That is so funny. Oh, it's coming out of me like lava. <laughs> look look away. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> so he just poops in the box yeah. and he leaves it? Puts right. the box back on the shelf. Yeah. yeah, those color guard commercials are wild. Cute cartoon box walking around. Hey, take a poop in me and send it in <laughs> and maybe you'll get colon cancer. I'd just like to be the mailman delivering that one. Well, seriously, like I, uh, you know, just no, I'm going. I'm not doing it. That's not an at-home thing. I want to find out. I'm going to go to the doctor to find out about colon cancer. Actually, I'm going to send you mystery poop in the mail. <laughs> Who's the guy that's got to deliver those to the offices? Right. You know what I mean? Like some guy with a mail cart driving. You know around. what's in it, just based All on right. the box. Is there a bag inside? The yeah, keep- there's a yeah. All right. <laughs> Double bag? Do you double bag it? <laughs> double bag it. What if you got a real, what if you got a real like runny a, one? Like what if you don't have a real good one? What it's more you like know? a tube, a test tube, I think. You're, a you're pooping in a test tube? It's a little vial. So I gotta get in tricky. There. I'm not getting in there with tongs and everything. They can cut. No, this is why you go to the doctor. Look, you want the poop, you're going to have to deal with it. Not me. I don't want to have anything to do with tubes and poop and test tubes and everything. Putting it in a box and then in a bag. That guy just went to the grocery store. Sounds a lot easier. Bad news, happy music. What else? Anything else, Shaw? Oh, no, that's it. I'll All leave right. you with the poop in a box. Poop in a box. Thanks. It's my poop in a box. I know. I was waiting for that. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> One, cut a hole in the box. <laughs> Take a poop in the box. Three, send a box to Cola Guard. I'm not mailing poop in the mail. That'll come back on you, Shaw. That's mm. something that you can't run for governor for. Yeah. Oh, this man sent poop in the mail. <laughs> I was trying to get tested it's for colon cancer. Business. But you didn't have enough postage. <laughs> yeah. That'd be one way to ship your weed. Put your weed in your poop box. Oh, sorry. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. You're killing me, Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every Wednesday, just after 8, your chance at my very own morning show money that I keep safely tucked away at GECU, the friendly credit union. Conveniently located in downtown La Crosse. And Shaw, it's only $10. Mm-hmm. So no big worries. Gene does not think you're going to get it, by oh. the way. We asked her uh, earlier, and she oh. said no. If it's if it's themed for Halloween, Shaw, you just don't seem like the biggest horror buff. But you got it last week. I did. I I like horror movies, though. Yeah, I do. I just have a hard time remembering the quotes and which movie they came from. Six zero eight seven eight four zero nine five seven is the number. Who's this? Dave. Dave. All right, Dave. Do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or not? I do not. You're going with no. All right, Dave. If you're right, you win ten dollars on my morning show money. Okay. Sounds good. Dave also said that if he wins, to donate it to the Rock Foundation, so I wouldn't be too opposed to Dave winning this morning. Of course not. However, I never want to give away my morning show money. Hmm. I want to keep it safely tucked away at GECU, Shaw. So listen closely here. 
to the movie quote. Let's see if you can uh, identify the movie. Glenn, don't fall asleep. Short. It is. But easy to make out what she said. It is, yes. You want to hear it again? Please. A little TikTok going on in the background there. Mm-hmm. Glenn, don't fall asleep. What'd she say, Shaw? She said, Glenn, don't fall asleep. She did say that, in mm-hmm. fact. You know who that is? I, I, she was talking to um, uh, Johnny Depp. Oh. That character. Oh. I'm pretty Ooh. sure we're, this is uh, this is a movie that <laughs> my daughter watched when she was like nine. And scared and the... She's still scared of it, yeah. Yeah, well, his death, by the way, Glenn's death, is one of the bloodiest in history uh, on Sucked film. into the bed, the TV, oh. the whole nine yards, yeah, spewing was, blood. Yeah, yeah. All the way up into the ceiling. Did the upside-down bed thing. They tricked you with, with, the, with the camera angle. Mm-hmm. You, you have a guess then, I'm assuming? I'll go Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh! Gene, so wrong. Dave, so wrong. Johnny Depp, dead, after Glenn did fall asleep and got sucked into the bed by Freddie and bloodbath ensued. A lot of good deaths in that one. The original Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm -hmm. Heather Langenkamp. That was the actress's name? Yep. He didn't know if it was real or a dream the whole time, you know? Well, he started out as a real human being. Right. I... They've always referred to, like, his origins, you know, that he was a child killer and a molester yeah. and all that stuff. And, and then they kind of went into him. the... Yeah, and they burned him. The parents tracked him down. but And they've done, like, a flashback type thing, but they've never done, like, a movie about Freddy becoming Freddy. Mm. You know what I mean? Which would be an interesting thing to watch. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, like, you don't know he's Freddy until at the end, and then he becomes... Well, I mean, you know it because you know you're going in. Right. And it's a story of him, but... And they kind of delved into his history a little bit with his mom and son of a hundred maniacs and all that stuff. But there you go, Shaw. Twenty bucks next week. All Congratulations. Right. You knew what it was. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Is that time of the year, Shaw? Sure Spooky movies. My wife and I watching a, a horror movie uh, pretty much every day, at least one. Trying to watch some movies that we haven't seen yet. Some cult classics. Last night it was Motel Hell which is a really bizarre movie from the early 80s. A guy uh, and his sister basically uh, run a hotel, and they if somebody comes to the hotel that they don't like, or if there's people driving down the street by the hotel, he goes out and captures them, and then they turn them into beef jerky. Oh, okay. They, they plant them in the ground for a while and cut out their vocal cords. It's very strange. That sounds weird. There's a lot going on, and uh, yeah, it was a really weird movie. But uh, Motel Hell was our, our choice last night. Recent uh, poll of about 2,000 Americans. We did uh, one yesterday about iconic Halloween movies. Number one, of course, was Halloween. These are iconic quotes from scary movies. Top 10. Surprised to see this one so low. The power of Christ. (laughs) The power of Christ compels you. Obviously from The Exorcist. Need an old priest and a young priest. Got to get in there and deal with uh, Linda Blair. Linda, 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 Linda Blair. Right, Gene? Mm-hmm. Very scary. <laughs> but the power of Christ compels you. Number 10 on a uh, recent poll of the most iconic quotes from scary uh, movies. Number 9. I want to play a game. Ooh. From Saw. Do you want to play a game? Uh, Creepy-ass clown uh, puppet thing riding no around on thanks. a tricycle. No. And, uh, number 8 on the list from Psycho. A boy's best friend is his mother. <laughs> 
which is actually himself and his mother's right. wig while his mom's dead, right? Isn't that the deal? Mm-hmm. Anthony Perkins. Uh, number seven from Scream. What's your favorite scary movie? Mm. It's okay. quotable. It's quotable. Everybody asks that around this time of year, right? What's True. your favorite scary movie? Uh, number six. It's alive. Oh, it's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Way back in the day. Yeah. It's alive. Uh, number five on the list of the most iconic quotes from scary movies. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> Talked about that one yesterday. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy, Nancy warning mm-hmm. Glenn not to fall asleep, and he didn't listen. He, he fell, fell asleep. asleep. Uh, number four. This one scared me right out of the ocean. We're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people don't consider Jaws a horror movie. It, it's certainly not it's a sc- Halloween movie. Yeah, it's scary. But it's... Dude, it, it's like a snake thing. It, it speaks to this thing in my DNA that I don't understand, and I'm just going to let my body not go in the ocean. I'm just going to say, okay, cool. I'm not trying to conquer that fear. It can live there forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, top three. Here we go. The big one, Shaw. Uh, number three on the most iconic quotes from scary movies. <laughs> That's the one everybody remembers, but if you ask me, the Headstones one yeah. is better. I'm going to go Headstones on that one. Uh, I'm surprised this one is uh, not number one. Here's Johnny. Shining. One of the best horror movies of all time. Certainly one that everybody quotes. Yeah, I'd live that line, by the way. And, uh, you know, a famous actor, famous scene. Everybody knows it. And uh, not number one, though. Number one is... I see dead people. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, a little kid. Uh, that's a good quote. I mean... I see I dead people. Mm. If you okay. want to read more about the survey, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Wrote an article about it, but uh, there you go. The mm. top 10 most iconic quotes from scary movies. I see dead people, number one, Shaw. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. You got any quotes from scary movies that you like that we missed? No, that's a good list, I think. Gene? Well, The Shining, I thought was going to... Well, it was. Yeah, but I, I not beat by the dead oh. kid people. <laughs> I mean, kid that's people. not, I don't. The kid was alive. It was Bruce Willis. I, I, that was, I was dead. dead. I know, and he didn't know it. But, it, and I don't know. That, okay. <laughs> it shouldn't beat that, though. Yeah, I mean, I see dead people is, is I think, I don't know. It should be on the list, but I don't know. Here's Johnny is so iconic. Here's, right? I mean, that's. Everybody says that's, that. Even if you've never seen the movie, you know what it's from. You know what I mean? Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. How do you order your pizza, Shaw? You have anything you want. Uh, What what toppings? Yeah. Uh, Sausage, pepperoni. Usually we go with uh, meat lovers of some sort, you know, if if that's uh, something on the menu. Mm Mm-hmm. Sausage, pepperoni, if they've got bacon, uh, sometimes, you know, we'll get that on there or add bacon at home. I, I like mushrooms, green peppers, and onions as well. Yeah, me too. That's um, what I would for sure get. But and I would always have meat on there. And sausage. Apparently, plain cheese is how people usually yeah. order their, their pizza, though. That's the number one go-to. Really? Uh, somebody got their hands on a bunch of data from Yelp and posted the most common type of pizza we order in all 50 states, and the winner is plain old cheese. That's boring. Just plain ass cheese. And don't... I, if it's on the... Menu, I'll eat it, I guess, but I don't choose it if I got my choice. Kids, kids like it, though, if that's a thing. Cheese right. pizza ranked first in 29 states, Shaw. Wow. Uh, chicken, by the way, more popular now than ever as a topping. Barbecue chicken pizza, number one in seven states. including what? Yeah, barbecue chicken pizza, number one in seven states, including California, Colorado, Michigan, Minnesota, Nebraska, Utah, and Virginia. Three other chicken pizzas made the list, too. Buffalo chicken, Delaware. 
Uh, Chicken Bacon Ranch, which I love, especially out of the vault. They've got an amazing one on the menu there. Uh, That's in South Dakota. And then Grilled Chicken White Pizza in Maine. (laughs) Grilled Chicken White Pizza, excuse me. Uh, Montana, Oregon. Uh, only states where pepperoni ranked first. I'm shocked at that. Meat Lovers is number one in Louisiana, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Uh, white Pizza is number one in Alaska. Taco Pizza, number one in Iowa. They love that taco pizza. I love the taco pizza, but you can't reheat it. I know. You pretty much got to commit to eating it in one you gotta sitting. You got to eat the whole damn thing in mm-hmm. one sitting. Uh, Caprizi uh, Pizza, number mm-hmm. one in Hawaii. So Hawaiian pizza, not number one in no Hawaii. No pineapple in Hawaii? Yeah. Hawaii's uh, favorite type of pizza is not Hawaiian, but it did place first in three other states. That would be Georgia, <laughs> North Dakota, and New Mexico. They love that pineapple on their pizza. By the way, here in Wisconsin, cheese is our favorite. Illinois is also cheese. As we mentioned earlier, Minnesota is barbecue chicken, and Iowa is taco. Mm-hmm. Most sales, by the way, according to this Yelp thing, too, Domino's number one. Pizza Hut number two, Little Caesars, Pizza Pizza number three. Okay. But uh, you can't go wrong with supporting some great lo- uh, local pizza joints. You know, Big Al's, they've got some amazing pizza. The Vault, as I mentioned out there in Rockland, we've, you know, talked about pizza in the past. And there's a, a whole bunch of uh, pizza places listed on AroundRiverCity.com, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're looking for a cool place to go and grab some za. Mm-hmm. Want to order out? Maybe down in. at Saxon Hall in Brownsville. One you've never tried before, maybe? Yeah. yeah that place out in Baraboo that I told you about. Uh, Gem City, which uh, the wife and I might go to next week when we're on vacation. Might try and get out there and check that out. But uh, check out the uh, the pizza uh, category in the business directory at AroundRiverCity.com if you want to find a list of some of the great pizza joints in our area. Plain old cheese pizza. You just call up. Yeah, I just want a cheese pizza delivered, please. But like I said, you know, if we're ordering toppings. one with a bunch of stuff, you don't for even us, get extra cheese. Sometimes when the you know kids are little, that's what they just Hello? want cheese. Do you still make cheese pizza? <laughs> Can I just get one, please? Dude, those are the kind of people that have sex missionary with the mm-hmm, lights off under mm-hmm. the blankets. But mayo's too far out on their sandwich, you know. It's like, bro. oh no, man, no, no, bro. <laughs> Bro, you, they got toppings. They got a whole bunch of them. They got hundreds of them, man. Put a put a pepperoni on there right in the middle, just one. Remember, Spice it up a little bit. Do you remember Brad Allen that used to work here? I, yeah, of course I remember. He, Brad. He, we cheese corner when we'd go make orders and go see. Yeah, them. I loved and it. it, yeah. it was like Dirty it was, Rancher. Loved it. No, he was ham American cheese dry. I'm like, dude, you are the most what? uninteresting person. No mayo, no, no mayo, nothing, no, no, mustard, no butter, nothing. no mustard, oh. no nothing. That's How does it. he live with himself? That was it. Does he have gastro I'm like, no issues? No lettuce, no tomato, no nothing. Did no he, did dry. He have stomach just, problems or something? <laughs> oh, no, he's bored. How do you eat a dry ass <laughs> ham and cheese sandwich? Oh, not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. Got a text on the rock line from Courtney. Courtney looking out for me. Mm. I appreciate it. It says. That would be all too fitting for 2020. We lose our favorite morning show host on a golf course. <laughs> Shaw, Luckily, you, it didn't come to that. What'd you but... do, Shaw? What'd you do? Well, first of all, let's just say we had a great day yesterday. Uh, oh, it was beautiful. Uh, it was perfect. Jo- jokes aside, the weather was perfect. Yep. The course was in great shape. Uh, however, it is very difficult to golf when there's leaves on the ground. Yeah, the balls become invisible. They really do. Uh, you, I mean, we watched one of my one yeah. of my hits. And we watched it, both of us. We, yep. we saw, saw it right the entire way. And we lost it. We couldn't find it. Walked over and it wasn't there. And we spent, I don't know, a good five minutes looking for it. Finally, uh, just kind of happened upon it and I found it. But, uh, yeah, it's surprising how many balls you can lose uh, just on the on the course of play, not in the woods or right. anything like that. <laughs> Even just, in the fairway. Yeah, because of the uh, because of the leaves and stuff. But uh, Drugans was in great shape. We uh, we got out on the golf course and, and had a good time, except yeah. 
There's always an except. I think it was 17. Yeah, we were just about We were done. heading back towards the clubhouse. It wasn't 18 because that right. was when I drove the, I almost drove the green on 18. I was about 10 feet from the green. Monster hit. It was it was spectacular. I mean, I, I pulled my Straight pants and off and spanked myself. It was so good. Uh, no, so we were on, I believe it was 17, heading back towards the clubhouse. It was Shaw's second or third shot towards the towards the green, and he was kind of over to the right, uh, just to the edge of the fairway. There's a couple of mounds over there, and there was a tree. Now, the tree wasn't directly in front of him. I would say it was a good 10, 15 feet in yeah, front Yeah, I didn't of him. have a lot of room, but, but it was. I figured I could go over the tree. That was my plan. Well, you did uh, somewhat succeed. <laughs> I'm sitting in the cart enjoying my ice-cold blue moon. Just behind me, yeah. I'm watching Shaw, uh, you know, with his club, waiting to swing, and uh, I see the tree, and I'm okay. like, okay, well, if he hits the tree, I should be all right. He hits the tree, mm-hmm. and the ball goes literally up, up the it tree climbed trunk. the tree. We both sat there and watched it. It, it hit sort of towards the bottom of the trunk, and, and it went. rolled all the way up into the branches. Mm-hmm. And disappeared. Yeah. Now, that has happened before to many people on a golf course, and usually the ball will kick out somewhere. Uh-huh. It, it didn't kick out until several seconds later where it landed right next to the golf cart. <laughs> it went backwards. Went backwards by about 20 feet yeah. and almost hit me and killed me. Right. Hit it the, ended up beneath the cart, actually. Hit the ground and rolled underneath the cart, and Shaw didn't believe it. I had to back the cart up so we could hit again. I thought it actually got stuck in the tree because I heard it rattling around, but I never heard it come down. And then it did come down. A tradition unlike any other. <laughs> Scott Robert Shaw tries to kill me if on the golf woods, course. If there's woods, I'm going to find it. I will say that you probably did owe me one from that time we were at, uh, where were we? Were we at Cedar? When you hit the golf cart? And I hit the golf cart yeah. that was behind us? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not easy if you think about it. Well, the golf cart was parked behind us, and I was in the fairway, and I shanked it so bad it went backwards and hit the golf cart, and then ricocheted off the seat and almost Don't. hit you. So I guess you owe me We're one. even now. Okay, we're even. Yep. But uh, we did have a good day, a lot of laughs. Uh, we talked really bad about the company, you know, <laughs> you know dirty little secrets and stuff right. like that, which was Wait, Did fun. you have a good golf game, though? I mean, like, we're just... Yeah, we didn't really... We never keep score no. anymore. It's pointless. Oh, okay. uh, we're not trying to be better. We're just trying to get out and, and have okay. a good day. My wife it. always asks me, so how did you golf? And I say, well, it's, it's typical. It ranges from decent to terrible. <laughs> Right. I mean, I think on the first hole, I I was spectacular. Yeah, you had a great first hole. I later on in the game, we only played nine. I think in the sixth or seventh hole, I almost uh, I was shooting for birdie. Yeah, that's which, right. Which is you rare. Had a putt. Uh, I but my putting game sucks so bad. I didn't want to say anything, but oh, it was bad. Oh, I know it was bad. But uh, we had a good time, and uh, we're looking forward to getting out on the golf course again. I know Shaw was saying that he and and Madam S are going to be sitting on a hole later on today out at uh, Fox Hollow. For our rounds for rescues. Beautiful day to see the sun. Huh? What, are you, what are you having for beverages? What are you? I, I hadn't thought that far ahead yet. You guys doing uh, martinis or something? No, like I don't think it'll be martinis. Just Shaking that stirred yeah. out there all fancy. Maybe a, Maybe a cold malted beverage. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you out there at uh, Fox Hollow later on. Looks like it's going to be a beautiful day for golf again today with mm. a mix of sun and clouds. Yay. And a high of 84. But that's how Shaw almost killed me yesterday. Went up, you can't, you can't, it defied gravity. It went up the tree trunk. And it didn't just like, you know, normally hit the tree trunk, it ricochets off it, right? No, yeah. it rolled up the tree trunk, like straight <laughs> up into the air. And then it kicked out on, like right by me, almost beamed me. I was, I almost died. That sounds was, scary. It was. I know. That's what I said. It sounds scary. I was in fear for my life. I can, I, yeah. 
missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.